So on this episode, I'm going to be delving into all things around growing your money, growing your financial wealth, specifically looking at the financial markets, debunking some of the biggest myths, the biggest fears that I hear people tell me about investing in the markets and how to really understand it so that you avoid making the mistakes that 95% of investors make. This is going to be a good one. So definitely stay tuned. Welcome to Make Millions to Impact Millions, where I will be showing you how to become the master of your money and grow your long-term wealth. From tuning in weekly to our show, you will become empowered with key strategies and insights to become the rich, wealthy, and financially free version of you. My name is Laura Tynan. I'm a former finance professional turned business and wealth mentor, and I'm deeply committed to supporting even more of you globally to master one of the most important areas in your life, money. So tune in, take lots of notes and get ready to make money work hard for you. Hey, so welcome to the show. On this episode, we are going to be taking another step further into understanding how to grow your financial wealth. Now, specifically, we are going to be looking at the financial markets. Now, there is a brilliant quote by a legendary investor, Howard Marks, that says, if you're not confused, you don't understand what's going on which I think summarizes pretty much um, very well what is happening within the financial markets. And the truth of the matter is that even the best of the best investors who spend all of their waking hours studying the trends, understanding the market movement, understanding the communities and what's influencing what, they can still be shocked by how markets react and how things move. Right. So if you especially are new on your investing journey and you find it complex or confusing, just know that you're not alone. Right. So understanding financial markets, right, that is going to be the key area we're going to focus on today. And the reason this is so important is twofold. So firstly, so many investors first get into investing or they make their investment decisions out of a tip that they've heard from someone or one piece of information they've heard in the news or they hear things have gone badly and so they decide it's time to sell or they see their stock portfolio for example um, begin to plummet go into the red and they're like damn it i need to hold on to all my money and they start selling or they see things shift in the financial markets things are beginning to look good prices are rising and so what do they do They load in, they put all their money in because obviously this is a good time to buy. Now, if you know anything about financial markets, you'll know that what I have just described is what the majority of normal investors will do. And it's why the majority of normal investors get really burned by the financial markets. That's why they don't end up achieving their financial goals. And so often there's such a distaste and a distrust in financial markets. And it's deemed to be scary and loss making and risky. And the reason is, is because the pattern I've just described of selling when things are going bad and buying when things are going right is the worst strategy you could possibly be implementing. But unfortunately, it is the strategy the majority of investors take because they don't understand truly how financial markets work. So 
by the end of today's episode, you are going to set yourself apart from the majority of average investors by really understanding and equipping yourself with some key insights into financial markets. So I'm super excited to share this with you. So understanding market cycles, right? Many people avoid investing in stock markets out of fear of losing their money, right? So stock markets are seen to be very risky. So it is fundamental um, to understand how the stock market moves in order to avoid unnecessary losses and to actually dispel this whole fear in the first place. So let's take it back to basics. Like, what is the financial market? So I understand some of you here may be, you know, quite well-seasoned investors, and that's amazing. But some of you also might be very new to this journey. Maybe you've never invested before, or you're super early on, and maybe you're seeing some of your portfolio go into the red right now, and it's making you very worried, and you don't know what to do. So let's go back to some key fundamentals. So what is the financial market? So at its essence, the financial market is really just a place where investors buy and sell many types of financial assets. And then that varies compared to the stock market, which is a place where investors trade shares or equity or stocks in a publicly listed company. For example, the London Stock Exchange or the New York Stock Exchange, right? These would be the exchanges where you can trade shares in publicly listed companies. So you wouldn't be trading shares in privately held companies because such companies have not actually made investing in them available to the public. So those that might invest in private companies would be like um venture capital funds or private equity funds so they haven't actually made their company public yet so they go for private investors the cool thing is that when a company does go public it opens it up to the ocean of investors available and so then average investors like you and i can actually then go and put your money to use make it grow by investing in companies that will bring a return it's the intention and remember, if you are ready to take control of your money and implement some simple, easy strategies to invest your way to financial freedom, then you'll want to make sure that you're on our VIP waitlist linked in the show notes below. That way, you're going to be the very first to know when we release details of our Money Mastery Academy. It's going to be incredible. So make sure you click the link in our show notes down below. Join us for free right now, and you'll be the very first to know when all the details go live. So what is the purpose of the stock market? Why does it exist, right? So I've given a little bit of an overview as to what it is, but why does it exist? So there's two key reasons. So firstly, is it gives public companies an alternative. So another option to raising capital um, versus just taking out a loan or debt. Uh, the second reason is it gives investors, as I mentioned, an opportunity in the profits of, to share in the profits of publicly listed companies, which is a pretty cool thing to be able to do. But how do these markets work? How do these financial markets, stock markets work? Right. So if you can remember this one quote from today's show, it will serve you well. What goes up must come down and what is down must eventually go back up. Right. So just like 
Every season with the nature, everything around us is cyclical. So no matter how amazing, no matter how strong the stock market's looking, it eventually has to come down. So just imagine breathing, right? You can breathe, 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 like the stock market's going up, up, up. It's inflating, it's inflating. But eventually you're gonna have to let that air out. Now, it may not go all the ways back down, but it definitely will go down. But equally, when you're exhaling, when the stock market is on its downturn, when it's going down, 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 and everyone is so pessimistic and thinking this is doomsday, we've never experienced this before, this is the worst it's ever been, ever gonna be, just remember what's going down eventually has to come back up as well. So the market, just like most things, moves in cycles and it rises and falls over time. So in this part of this episode, we're going to break this into two parts. In this part, I'm going to give an overview of the financial markets. In part two of this episode, we are going to actually delve deeper into understanding the specific trends in financial markets. So looking at bull markets and bear markets. Um, but as an introduction, I want to share that, you know, a bull market and a really easy way to remember this is think of the U in bull for um, the word up. So in a bull market is when the prices in the market are overall, they are rising, they are moving upward on an upward trajectory. So bull, just think a bull is up, things are going up. A bear market is when price market prices or when market prices overall are falling. So they're declining. So if you've ever been to New York City in the financial district, you'll probably see um, that they have that big bull down in the financial district, right? So that is to kind of uh, associate with that, you know, the financial markets, um, people can be bullish and they expect the things to continue to get better and better micro prices continuing to rise. So just remember bull for up. So um, as I mentioned before, look, one of the fears that many people have around investing in stock markets is the fear of losing money. And when the market drops, you know, and, and the prices begin to fall. So what you're going to learn is actually how to manage that risk, how to avoid behaving like most investors do who panic and sell, as I'm touched on earlier, and why a bear market, a downward market, which we are definitely in, if you're listening to this at the time of recording, can actually be your best friend for achieving your financial goals, right? So. The only value stock forecasters have is to make fortune tellers look good. So this is a great quote by the very famous Warren Buffett. Um, and he says, you know, like the only value a stock forecaster, meaning the only value someone who's going to tell you what a stock is going to do, the only value they have is to make fortune tellers look good. And he's basically saying no one can predict it, right? Even the best investors get it wrong because really what's driving it oftentimes is customer, not customer, but is public sentiment, is investor sentiment. It's the psychology of what's happening. It's what people's expectations are for where things are gonna move. So you don't have to though, that's a good thing, is that you don't actually have to predict what's gonna happen in the financial markets in order to be actively involved and to actually manage your risk really well. Um, but you do have to be able to focus on what you can control. So knowing that you can't control where the stock market's going to go, then you have to ask yourself, well, if I can't predict where it's going to go, what can I control? 
And so what you can control is actually creating a very robust portfolio. And again, if you don't know what a portfolio is, it's basically just think of it as your basket of investments. That's all it is. A portfolio is just a collection of your investments, just another word. So um, things that are out of your control is forecasting, is you know expecting where things are gonna go, um, is timing the market, when is the best time to get in. But things that are definitely in your control is creating a collection of investments that are going to give you the best opportunity to um, benefit from an uprise and also protect yourself on a downturn. The stock market will rise and fall right over time. As I mentioned, when you inhale, it's got to exhale. What goes up must come down. But typically, the stock market, the financial markets do rise over time. Now, market drops are inevitable. It's what we're seeing right now, but it's nothing to fear. Right. I remember back in 2007 um, when I was studying finance and we were literally being taught about the what's happening in the financial markets in the midst of going through a financial crisis. And one of our professors sharing how this was the first time that they were talking about downturns and actually living through one in decades. Right. But everyone thought this was going to be the end of things, that this was the worst they'd ever seen. But it wasn't the case. It was just, it was that they had become so accustomed to things going up that they thought it would last forever. But just as I've mentioned, what goes up must go down. What's going down eventually turns around and comes back up. And so just to remind yourself again and again and again, and I'm going to reiterate this and I'm going to repeat myself because it's so important, is that look, the stock market will rise and fall, but it typically rises over time. And so our focus is not to time the market. It's not to predict where things are going to go. But actually, it's to create a portfolio that is resilient for you to benefit from when it's going up, but protect yourself from the downside as well. So um, market dips, as I said, these market dips where market prices are falling are inevitable. It's going to happen. Um, so it's not something to be afraid of, right? Um, but it is something that you can manage and prepare for. So when we look at the financial markets, as I mentioned, what we terms that you will probably hear or may begin to hear now that you're learning about this, uh, there's two terms that is often used when the market's going down. So the first is something called a market correction. And the second is a bear market, so a downward market. Now, a market correction basically means the market has fallen by at least 10% from its peak, right? So just basically understanding a market correction, it's very natural to happen. Prices have fallen about are about 10%. And then officially, when it becomes a bear market, um, it means that market prices have fallen by 20% or more from its peak. So just another, again, just a scale on which um, investors and analysts and commentators will refer to what's happening within financial markets. Now, when we look at market corrections, again, reminding yourself that a market correction is when market prices have fallen more than 10% from its peak. And um, it's important to bear this in mind, right? So on average, since 1900, a market correction has occurred yearly right? Yearly, every single year, a market correction has happened. So the stock market has fallen at least 10% from its peak. So again, even just understanding this can take that fear away of 
well, what if my stock market or what if my portfolio goes down? What if stock prices begin to fall? Well, we already know it's going to happen, so that's okay. And overall, the stock market continues to rise overall over the long term, right? Typically. So the other thing to realize about the market correction since the 1900s, since 1900, is that it has lasted less than two months. So of the 12 months, it's only lasted two months. And the market has fallen on average only about 13.5%. So again, not very dramatic. Now, it can, however, cause a lot of fear, a lot of panic um, and emotional stress for investors who don't understand how natural of an occurrence this is. Um, but it is something you can expect and prepare for. And the crazy thing, and you will understand this when you've finished watching and listening to this entire series, is that what we begin to see in the financial markets is so obvious. There's such a pattern to it. It's so predictable. We don't know when, but we know what's going to happen. That you'll begin to question, why is everyone panicking? And it's because it's almost as if everyone forgets that this is natural within financial markets. It's natural occurrence in a stock market. Remember, what goes up must come down, but what's down eventually will come back up again. So the stock market will rise and it will fall over time, but generally rises over the long term. So for example, and we're gonna go way back. <laughs> So before even I was born, so between 1980 and 2015, so the S&P 500 had an average intra-year decline of 14.2%. Now I'm going to break this down, don't worry, of 14.2%, highlighting that corrections are a common occurrence. So the market also had a positive return in 27 of the 36 years. So overall of that 36 year period, 27 of those years, it had an overall yearly positive return. So you can see, even though things are going down, like on average every year at about 14.2%, overall things came back and we had a positive year, right? So for those of you newbie investors here, um, so the S&P 500, it is a stock market index and it basically tracks the performance of the top 500 largest companies listed on the stock exchange in the US. So super, super simple example or super simple explanation of that. But it's basically just a stock market index that tracks the performance of the top 500 companies in the US. Um, and to clarify what an intra-year decline is, if you're curious, uh, it is basically the difference between the highest and the lowest point in the market. So meaning between 1980 and 2015, the S&P 500, so that stock market index, had an average you know, intra-year decline, so from its highest to its lowest, lowest point of 14.2%. So, um, in 2020, so let's take something a little bit more recent. What happened in 2020? Well, we had the onset of one of our probably most biggest um, disruptions in our life, in our businesses, in our economies, in our world, um, certainly in my lifetime. And in 2020, if you were to look at the stock market, you would see um, a correction of about 12% in March. 
and that and reflect the announcement by the World Health Organization of the pandemic outbreak. Now, this was one of the worst one day decline in 30 years. Now, if you were to just zoom in on that and think, oh God, like the stock market's crashed, it's never coming back and you sold everything, then you would have lost so much of your money, so much of your wealth. Thankfully, you're tuning into this. So now you know differently and you know that actually that's not how to respond. Um, so a 30 in a 12% correction like that, worst one day decline in 30 years, a lot of investors did sell um, out of fear, right? And that basically meant that they lost their money. There was no comeback from that. However, now you know that market corrections are actually a very normal occurrence and that a rebound is inevitable. What goes up must go down, but what goes down will come back up, which is exactly what happened. And actually 2020, 2020 as a year closed out on a high. Um, so closing out in an all year high. So the end of December versus January that year, the stock market was at its highest point. So if you'd sold out because of that big one day loss and probably the panic and the chaos and the fear that went with it, you'd have locked in losses and not been able to benefit from that massive upturn. Um, so I want to leave it here because the next part we're going to delve into is looking more deeply into bear markets, which is that upturn. And we're also going to look at um, the risk of actually not being in the stock market. Um, but if I keep going, I know it can become a little bit overwhelming because we're going to delve into a lot here. Um, so I would invite you to listen to this back, take some notes and begin understanding, you know, and even reading um, I'm not sure where you go to get your financial advice, but I can put a, or your financial insights, but I'll put a link in the show notes actually to Finimize, which is a company that I use. They give amazing insights, great insights to what's happening in the stock market and the crypto markets with individual stocks. Um, and it's really broken down in like basic terminology without all the jargon. So I think especially for early investors and even seasoned investors it's a really really nice platform to use to stay on track so given what i've spoken about here take that go back you know begin to get involved in this community um and as i said i will also link down below a link to come sign up to be the first to know when our investing course goes live this is all about simplified investing supporting you to actually build your long-term wealth and at the very least, come join our community, sign up to our newsletter and stay in the know of what's happening. We're here to support you on your journey. Um, so until next time, have an amazing journey in building your financial wealth. And I'll see you on the next show. So if you're ready to take control of your money and implement some simple, easy strategies to invest your way to financial freedom, then you'll want to go and make sure that you check out the link down below in my show notes so that you'll be the very first to know when our Money Mastery Academy goes live. This is going to be the most incredible experience you have ever had around mastering money, building long-term wealth and becoming truly financially free. So do not miss out this opportunity. Click and join the VIP waitlist for free now so that you'll be the very first to know when we go live. 
So that's it. I really hope you got as much out of this episode as we have put into it. As with everything we do, we're here to support you on your individual journey to master your money and take control of your financial freedom. We release a brand new value-packed episode every single week. So be sure to hit that subscribe button now so you don't miss out and leave us a review on Apple. It really means the world to us and it only takes a quick minute. And if you're on social media, come say hi at I am Laura Tynan and share with us which episode you're tuning into. Now, let's continue on the journey to make millions and impact millions together.